Hey guys, it's former WWE superstar Hornswoggle here. Keep tuning in to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the City Wrestling Radio News Show. It's our Monday after pay-per-view edition, so what are we going to talk about today? We are talking Fastlane. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the KCSF studio with my co-host today. My my news, my newsy, no, no, that's not good. Just my, my co-anchor, there we go. Yeah, let's go with that. Co-anchor, that's what they call him. Elijah. It's Elijah. How yeah. are you today, sir? I am... You know, I'm not bad. You know, I had a couple midterms today, and um, this was the only thing really keeping me, you know, you know from uh, from headbutting people. I totally forgot about midterms. I I might have a midterm in a class eventually. Mm. Oh yeah, I have to go to my cl- my social media class, Nate. That really sucks. Ah. It's an online class, but we have to go three times a month or three times a uh, the semester. The, the semester. And but it's a six to nine p.m. class. Oof. So it's like. You just talk social media, so I'm like, I did my wrestling thing. Da 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 da. Here's my logo, and then I have to get listen to other people be like, Hi, I like classic cars. This is my social media account, which is great because I would follow all of them and their social media accounts. But guys, you know where you could follow us on our social media accounts where? at CWR four one five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out on uh, on any podcast delivery applications: iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Castbox, and many many more. Whew. But guys. You should check us out on YouTube.com slash whatever the number numeral they gave us. But look for us on YouTube. Search up City Wrestling Radio. Hit subscribe. Because if you're in the Northern California area, that's the best way to stay tuned or stay up to date with uh, independent wrestling in Northern California. You know, I myself just started a new YouTube series called the NorCal Wrestling Roundup. Or at least that's what I'm calling it until I think of a better name. Um, because I'm, yeah. Uh, but guys, it's going to have, uh, results from wrestling from last week in Northern California, where to go next week and possibly some interviews in the upcoming week, some pictures that people, you know, from fans, it's all the fan show, you know, I give results and where to go next week and you guys give the reviews. So I need you guys to hit me up and let me know what you thought about all the shows you saw last week, um, in Northern California at CWR4 and five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. What about, uh. NCU, NCU, Northern Cal, NorCal Uncensored. Oh, NorCal Uncensored, Ugh. NCU. I'd be like, uh, but I have to be like the complete opposite of them. Be like, this is the best, best city. It's, like, guys, I really love you. This, wow, Omaha, Nebraska, you are awesome over here. This is great. You guys have everything. <laughs> uh, but this is, like I said, this is City Wrestling Radio News Show. There's a couple pieces of news to get into before we talk about Fast Lane last night. Um, I think the main piece of news to take out from this morning is Harlem Heat is now being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cool news. I wasn't expecting to see Harlem Heat. You know, with all the rumors and stuff, and you know, all of the dirt sheets put out, nobody said anything about Harlem Heat. So no, it's a, yeah, it's a nice surprise. Um, it's another two timer, Booker T. He's okay. already in there, right? I believe I so. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he definitely is. Yeah. I saw that ring on his hand when he shook my hand and said, "That's a man's handshake." I know, Booker. Um, <laughs> um, and also, HBK is going in again with DX. Yeah, that's so, right. So, you know, two two-timers. Two I mean, I wonder... Two two-timers. Um, so that's good. Congratulations, uh, Harlem Heat. You know, as you know, that they were like... How many times WCW champions were there? Tag champions. A lot. A lot. A lot of times a WCW lot. champions. Hey, you get only the best here at City Wrestling Radio. Um, it's it's one of those things. It's, I'm glad to see them go in. Um, I just wonder if... Um, we'll see more teams go in or if this is it for teams. Cause I feel like we're overloading. Not that I dislike Harlem heat going in. I love them going in, Yeah, but I feel like we're loading up on teams. 
like yeah. going in. You know, I think they should have um, this year if they were going to do teams like because look, they did DX now they're Harlem Heat. That they should have just done all Bullet Club. Fo- no. fo- fo- they should have just done all teams or factions. You know, and maybe not as many. Maybe have like four or five teams and or factions. Like the BWO, the Oddities. Um, what is it? Um, what was the right one? to censor? Yeah, exactly. Right I was censor. just thinking right to censor. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder if though if uh, Hulk Hogan is going to induct Harlem Heat. Oh no 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 no! Yeah, that's, let's not do that. Let's, yeah, no, that's uh, that's Hogan. Hogan would not be even be that close to that. He's like, they're not my brother's brother. He'll actually probably be there because you know he's Hogan and he's gonna he try, will try to show up anybody on any show. You know, he'll probably be there in some capacity. You can be on the red carpet, like you know what, brother? I want something to say. Harlem Heat's the greatest of all time. You know what? DX is great. I worked with them all. But you know what? I, they all worked with me, brother. I didn't work with them. They worked with me. You know, that's just what I do. I'm the man. But yeah, congratulations, Harlem Heat, going forward. It, I can't wait to not watch the Hall of Fame ceremony. <laughs> um, but congratulations. It's no disrespect to you. I just would never, ever watch the Hall of Fame ceremony, especially this year. There's so much crap going on this year with wrestling. Like WrestleMania week, yeah. this, you're going to get so much content from this show. Oh, like man. you have... Uh, Ring of Honor, New Japan. You oh have, man, the Supercard. You know, oh, I feel geez. like I have to cover Spring Break somehow. Joey Janela Spring Joey Break. Joey Janela Spring Break. Uh, Takeover, uh, WrestleMania. Jesus Christ! And know. then you got you know, and then the, the Raw and SmackDown after. More so, the Raw after WrestleMania is like Ooh, it's like yeah. a big show. Yeah, I feel the like big they, show. I feel like they, for lack of a better term, kind of blew their load already um, with. Um, with bringing up Ricochet and Aleister Black because it's you know it's one of those things that they that they're great talent and if they brought them up after Mania it would have been perfect like bam exactly yeah but I now it's that. like okay what do you do now yeah like unless they're gonna bring in some like signing or someone comes and Roman's back now like if Roman came back the day after Mania that would have that would have popped you know what I mean like but um, but no they had to get their Roman uh, last shield match because you know apparently Dean Ambrose didn't re-sign his contract I don't know if anyone told you that yeah you know I found that really interesting that they even talked that they even so mentioned that bullshit, yeah it's like it's <clears throat> looking like a work it's a total work man especially like now work. that like they're talking about Renee Young possibly leaving the commentating booth it leaks rumor I, 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 I kind of saw something about that earlier um, but, disorder. but I think it's just rumor as of right now I haven't heard at least the legitimate source to which it came from but I feel like it's going to be the situation where Ambrose they're talking about Ambrose leaving and then Ambrose is just going to be like there's you know I, you know, there's no place I want to be than WWE because it's whatever you know WWE I'm going to go ride my bicycle in Las Vegas desert with Renee hey Renee let's go um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's just weird. I feel like, like even because remember, she said on the mic a couple weeks ago, like, well, maybe Ambrose wants to go look for greener pastures. Greener pastures. And then they're like, this is the WWE. There are no greener pastures. Um, so like I said, <laughs> AEW. I know, right? I mean, it's Ring of Honor. <laughs> it, it's probably all you know, different for everybody. You know, yeah. I'm sure WWE works out for some people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's cause especially like you have people in WWE that are performers that aren't necessarily the best performers Yeah, and they are probably like getting paid fat money. I'm not going to sit here and list people who I think aren't great wrestlers who are getting paid good money, but there are some there and you could probably think of some off the top of your head. Yeah. Um, so I think for people like them are like, fuck man, I barely try to do some wrestling moves. I get paid all this money. I just have to look good. Hey, it's a perfect spot for me. Yeah. So 
Um, we'll see what happens going forward. What was that coming from? I don't know. Anyways, let's move into our next piece of news. WWE has finally decided they are not cut out to be in the watch party game uh, for during pay-per-views. Mm. Last night, they tried a new uh, a new segment called Watch Along on the WWE Network. And it was hosted by Pat McAfee. And it was just oh. superstars watching the show backstage, like a watch party. Okay. And I didn't see this. I didn't see the clip until this morning, but Nigel McGuinness was on there. And he says, what the bloody fuck are they doing? Or he <laughs> said, he said, but right when he said the F, he dropped the F bomb, he was like, I just dropped the F bomb on, li- on network TV, didn't I? They're like, yep. Uh, I dropped it online. <clears throat> on the, well, but still, you know, Vince, you know, Vince heard that. God damn it. But as of today, that show has been canceled. So ended before it really even started. Because like, I didn't know about it. You didn't know about it until this morning. Well, I knew about the show. I didn't see the, I didn't watch the show though. Oh. I mean, I wasn't gonna like watch Fast Lane and then watch a fa- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Let me get both my monitors. Like I I've done it in the past with like other podcasts, like Steven Larson going in raw. I would have like their watch thing on, you know, if I'm watching you know, because mm-hmm. it's kind of fun sometimes. Um, but nowadays I'm just like, no, I have to f- focus on taking notes. I need to watch the intricate Techno- technical styles of Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox, exactly. You never know what she's going to do next. So she might be high next time you see her wrestle. You know, it's legal in some states, so it's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we'll see. What you know, WWE. Yeah, they're they're weird. But Morrow gets the smoke. You know that Morrow's a big stoner. Yeah. Well, he kind he needs it. <laughs> He's I'm bipolar. The bipolar <laughs> rock and roller. And have you heard? How sweet I sound on the microphone. It's all due to marijuana. <laughs> like, Mama mia. Like, uh, what do you call it? He, um, he, yeah, somebody was asking me last week. They're like, how do you, like, why? They're like, Michael Cole and Michael, Michael Vergara on the B show. He says, Michael Cole and Corey Graves, Renee Young will say the cheesiest stuff. But Morrow says it was such, such conviction that it just comes off smooth. And I was like, yeah, it's the weed, dude. Like, yeah. you're just stoned at this point. You're just like, yeah, whatever. I'm going with it. Oh, the, what, what does he say? The man from Amsterdam. I love Morrow. No, I don't know if you see um, on the NXT YouTube channel, or it's probably WWE, but like they'll um, record Morrow Ronaldo's oh, reactions, yeah. and they're just the ah, best. Ah, he gets so into it, and he's like, he's such a true wrestling fan. He's awesome. I yeah. I, I love everything about Morrow because. You know, he's been through a lot, especially dealing with the, bi- I think, bipolar depression he has. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you saw his uh, his documentary. I still never seen it yet. It's I, I want to watch it. It's actually really good. Yeah. I saw it. It's, it's good. Um, so, yeah. Uh, check out Mauro Ronaldo. And, um, yeah, hopefully we'll have a, a watch along for Mania. But, you know, hey, not promising anything yet because I don't have a place to watch it at. Card subject to change. Exactly. exactly. Which was the theme for Fastlane. For the fucking whole WWE in general. No, for Fastlane, of course, man. Like, I'm getting tired of this last minute. And they're not even just last minute changes. They're just like, fuck it. Let's throw a match out there. Let's all those prediction videos that everyone take their, took mm-hmm. their time to make mm-hmm. and thought about stuff. No, screw it. You know, out the window now. Fuck it. Because it is what it is. We kicked off with, uh, let's get into Fastlane. Um, kicked off with a new day, our pre-show match. Our the, the only pre-show match that wasn't even scheduled until like a couple days so before. So like what, Saturday? Yeah. The New Day versus, uh, they defeated Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. Um, they did the up, up, down, down, I believe on Rusev, Rusev and got the pin in the win. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was a good match to start the show. 
Um, New Day is always good to hype up the crowd. Yeah, definitely, so, definitely. Um, I just Shinsuke and Shinsuke and Rusev. Well, what the hell are they doing with that man? I, I, it's it's I don't know. They sh- well, I know Shinsuke Nakamura is probably probably going to resign. You know, he just moved his family to America when they came when he signed his WWE contract. And he loves donuts. And he loves donuts. So. You can you can kind of tell. That's why he's not. Uh, he wears, he wears the full body suit. That's why he's wearing the full body suit now. He's like, I'm not not wearing no top now. No, come on, man. No donuts. He surfs a lot, though, so that's good. He burns off the carbohydrates that way. Yeah, yeah he's putting so. it to good work because, you know, you hardly see him wrestle anymore. Jesus. Yeah, and then, like, when they paired the last week when they, it was, yeah, it was, the you know, Shinsuke Nakamura, Rusev, and the bar all beating down on the NXT guys. Yeah. I was like, don't make another League of Nations. Please don't make another oh, League of man. Nations. Because that would, that's what the route I thought they were going to go with. But I'm glad they didn't. Um, Shinsuke and Rusev, it's totally slapped together. Vince has no idea what to do with them. Nobody knows what to do with them. So they're just a tag team. Yeah. And they're heels because, hey, they're foreign. And that's how WWE books foreigners yeah exactly yeah i mean in wwe's eyes i think the biggest heel is the foreign heel you know like oh you're not from america you uh, hate america it's, damn it it's, it's just getting worse like no we actually don't we actually love it here it's great it's pretty great that's why we're living here that's uh why we're living here let's go on to our first match of the actual fast lane pay-per-view though kicked off with the miz and shane mcmiz Shane McMiz uh, versus the Usos. Usos. Uh, they are defending their SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship. Uh, Shane and Jimmy Uso start the match. McMiz uh, do the McMiz shuffle to Jimmy Uso. It's kind of like the McMahon shuffle, but, you know, they both did it. So McMiz. There you go. Heart attack to Jay Uso, followed by a wishbone split to Shane McMahon by the, both the Usos. Hot tag to the Miz. The Miz. And then we get a famous it kicks to Jay Uso. Have you noticed, though, he... um. He lands them. Heels don't land the it kicks or the yes kicks. Yeah. Now he's a face. So he lands them so every he, time. So yeah. And fine, he, he but... used to get uh, all kinds of flack from like Byron Saxton and Tom Phillips. Oh. It's like, those are the kicks he stole from Daniel Bryan. And then you always have Corey Graves. It's like, no, those are the famous it kicks. And, and it's the exact opposite now. Yeah. Now it's the exact opposite. It's like, why is he stealing that from Daniel Bryan? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, they, WWE expects us not to remember, but. Short-term memories, right? Yeah. Miz uh, then hits the Usos with his own version of the Uso splash to the outside. And this is one thing I was really happy about this match is the fact that both these teams were trying stuff outside their wheelhouse. And by I say, when I say both these teams, I mean the Usos and the Miz. Shane McMahon didn't really do shit different. But yeah. um, the Miz doing a lot of high flying in this match. Yeah. Um, and the Usos had a really good um, – they had a pop-up Samoan driver – or you know, Samoan, Samoan drop. drop, yeah. Then they had a Samoan drop neckbreaker combo to Shane McMahon at a certain point. Ooh, yeah. Which looked really cool, and I have never seen them do that before. Yeah. So it's like for them, for both these, both sides of the ring and uh, the actual wrestlers, I don't, I mean, Shane McMahon technically is a wrestler, but, you know. Um, He's more of a stuntman, if anything. Yeah, exactly. For them to both be upping their game for this match and for Miz to fuck, go for that frog splash at the end. Yeah, I wasn't expecting a frog splash. It looked really kinda... bad. It looked really bad. <laughs> he could have just done like an elbow drop. It, oh, yeah. I think the elbow drop would probably fit him better, too. Yeah, right. But too many people have the elbow drop now. But a lot of people have the frog splash. Yeah. Kevin Owens doesn't do it anymore, though. Kevin Owens did it for a minute. I loved Kevin Owens' frog splash. Yeah. I think he has the best frog splash right now. More Actually, well, Leo Rush has a pretty good frog splash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Leo Rush is this really... Well, because he's so tiny and... 
he's, he's so like a musky. he's like a little leapfrog. He's like a little tadpole just jumping around. But I noticed um, the commentators were saying he's like, oh well, because the Miz's dad is a big fan of high flyers. That's why he likes Shane McMahon so much. So that's probably why hmm. he uh, Miz was doing a little more high flying stuff. Oh yeah, like there was times where it's funny too because the Miz like they were like the commentators playing his dad just told him. and like. George, George, right? Is his name? I think George Mizanin. Yeah, George Mizanin. Uh, Mr. Miz. Mr. Miz. Mr. Miz. He uh, he wasn't saying anything. His facial expression was the exact same the entire match. He'd be like, "Yeah, good, okay, yeah, go up there, uh huh." There yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. Even, even at the end when uh, Shane turns on him, but no, it's it was really good. He goes up for the frog splash. Um, well, Shane is damn. Okay, so sorry. Let, re- let me rewind. Samoan mm-hmm. drop neckbreaker combo to Shane McMahon by the Usos. Shane is down for some reason, and like the ref is like checking on him. Like for some, I don't. Why is the ref checking on somebody after just getting hit by a move? Got to make sure Shane's okay. Special treatment, man. It's not fair. Uh, skull crushing finale to Jay Uso, and uh, Jay kicks out, of course, because the ref is distracted by Shane McMahon. Uh, Shane then illegally gets on the ring post to try to hit a coast to coast on Jimmy Uso. Jay Uso gets on his post uh, to try to hit um, an Uso splash. An Uso splash. But was Miz on the other side of the ring? He was in the middle. Of the I ring. thought he was okay. Okay, that's okay. That's what it was then. And uh, they like collided mid air, and it looked. Really, it just, was. It was bad. It was cool. Jimmy Uso got like drop kicked in the ankles. In the, yeah, but yeah, looked, it was cool. If like, but it would have been better if it was somebody else doing the um, the Shane McMahon's part. Oh, absolutely. Um, then Jay. Oh yeah, so they're both down. George tells his son to get on the ropes. Frog splash. Roll up to. Then we get up. He uh, Jimmy gets his knees up for the. Was it Jimmy or Jay? Was it Jimmy? Jay. Jay Uso. Sorry. Can't tell them apart. That's what somebody said last night too. I was like, whoa, cal- calm down, Corey. Uh, Jay Uso <laughs> then gets his knees up for the frog splash. Uh, rolls up. Uh, the Miz and gets the pin and the win, and the so win. they retain their titles. Um, so good for them. I like the Usos. It make keeps the tag team division legitimate, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. After the match, the two uh, Mick Miz pose with George Mizanin outside the ring, and Miz tells his dad, "He goes, I love you, Dad. You're you're everything to me." And then Shane McMahon just beats the shit out of Miz for no reason, for no reason at all. Like you had those titles for. How long, Shane? And you're just like already turning on people, like your employees of all people. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. He had a very unconvincing triangle lock, triangle choke. Wasn't that the finish of a UFC match though, this weekend? I heard. I think there was a finish to a UFC match, and what? WWE always loves to do that. Well, the thing is about a triangle choke. It's like you're supposed. It's the way Shane was. Like he was on his back, and then kind of like had like the back of Miz's neck on like his crotch area. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to kind of like. Almost like a for wrestling fans that don't really watch MMA, it's like almost like if you have somebody like in a power bomb, yeah, and like that's the real way of okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like when you do it like that, for one, that's really difficult to get that uh, in like an actual MMA match mm-hmm. jujitsu, but it's just because it looked like he was going for an arm bar for a second. Yeah, it, it, he should have just done like an arm bar if anything. Yeah, but and yeah. then uh, Shane Man then goes up to George Rosanin and cr- like smashes him in the face. Um, and then Shane walks away. George gets on the other side and helps his son up and to the back, apparently, after cameras go off of them. So. Yeah. And they're in Cleveland, so they got a pretty good rea- – or Shane got a pretty good heel reaction. Well, because he took off – he also took off the uh, the Cleveland is Awesome shirt and stomped on it. It's like, that's stupid. It's like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's Cleveland. I mean, I'm sure it's fun at, for some people. I don't know. Only for people that live in Cleveland. 
for LeBron. Maybe, maybe for some people. For LeBron James, it wasn't. Oh, what are you, Dan? What are you, Elias? Now, I know. Next up, we have McIntyre, Lashley, and Corbin backstage iPhone promo. Yeah, that's they're just like, hey, we're heels, we're better than you. That's what we do. We're gonna do your old promo. Stunt, but not as good. But not as good. It's like they really just picked up um, somebody's camera. Yeah, they haven't really picked it up. It's I just, love how they try to pretend like it's iPhone too. Yeah, like oh, this is so cool. Like all right, all right guys, who's who's posting that? Who's sharing it on your Instagram or mine? Uh, then we have Elias. So throughout the entire night, Elias is just kind of uh, narrating the story. I guess. Yeah. The entire night, recapping stuff. I don't know. I don't like when Elias that they just use Elias like this, and it's it's stupid. I don't like. I like the result of it at the end. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, but he sings, and then he doesn't. Uh, next up, we have Mandy Rose versus Asuka. Oh, it was a weird match. I wasn't a big fan of it. Yeah, neither was um, I. I yeah. Um, so Sonya Ville distracts, tries to distract Asuka at, at, in the beginning of the match, mm-hmm. and I think she went too early for this spot. Like I think the spot that you know the end of the match where she slips. On yeah. The so apron. Mandy Rose. So I'll just cut to the ending because then I'll cut back to the beginning. Yeah. So the end of the match was Mandy Rose. She was running towards the ring ropes, trips on the apron because Sonya Deville pulled out a kendo stick, and the ring apron was inside. But she didn't really trip because they did a slow mo of it. But Mandy Rose did a good job of putting her foot forward and making it look like she tripped. Yeah, she's really working it. So I like that. <clears throat> um, so then she gets the Oscar pins and the win. But so Sonya Deville earlier in the match went for that spot earlier. And even the the commentators like, what is she doing? You know, they're like in Corey Graves. Shows, like, oh, she's looking for um like uh, turtles and rats. I was like, OK, some random ass Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle reference. That's it's mm. a little weird. But hey, you know, it was what it was. Yeah. The match overall, I mean, pretty meh. Yeah, Mandy Rose is a good competitor, though. That's the thing. It's, I like Mandy Rose. Yeah, she's a very attractive young lady. And she worked in a deli. Oh, did she? She worked in a deli with her dad. So that just was like, she's like, hey, I'm from New York. I make uh, pastrami sandwiches. I know how to deal with meat. Yeah, there you go. Um, so Rose trips up. Like I said, Rose trips up on the ring apron. Roundhouse kick to Rose. And the slow-mo um, pick, uh, video of that. Oh, my God. Rose got her rocked by that roundhouse kick. Yeah, that was oof. I felt bad for her, um, but Oscar retains her title. So, where does Oscar go? For who, who, who can she? Lacey Evans. Yeah, you know, that's what I was thinking, Lacey Evans. But which I don't want. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Lacey Evans hasn't even had a match. I just don't know what her gimmick is. She's a catwalk. She's okay. So one. Okay. So first off, her Lacey Evans gimmick was she was the girl painting all the World War Two bombs. Yeah, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like the pinup girl that was painted on the bombs. Then it was like. She's like, I'm a traditional lady. So she was white privilege. Um, and then she was, now she's the Southern Bale. So it's like, okay, like, what What? What are you? What just are we like, doing? Like, just hone in on something. They're all over the place with it. So I just. Maybe, maybe they'll do, um, because it looks like a possible split up between uh, fire and desire. Uh, maybe they'll do a triple threat match. That's what I'm thinking. I'm fatal four way. With Lacey Evans, With Lacey. Okay. Uh, S- Sonya, Mandy, and Asuka. And I'm hoping Sonya will take the title then. Um, yeah, she seems like... Out of she's the... ready for it, man. Yeah. She's been uh, she's been kind of taking the backseat to Mandy Rose for a couple of months now. They tried to split him up months ago, sp- right? Yeah. And, and then they just like got back together mm-hmm. for no apparent reason at all. So, like, that didn't happen. No. That short attention span. It, exactly. No, dude. I noticed that when I was a kid. When I was a kid, <laughs> I fucking noticed it. I was like, WWE, they would be like, this is the first time... My God, Stone Cold, The Rock, tag team. And I'm like, no, it's not. 
I remember this match from Raw like two years ago. Don't this, try to tell this me. This shit just happened. Like, by God, it was on SmackDown last week. Jim Ross watched the damn show. Um, so then next up we have Kofi Kingston. Oh, yeah. So that was the story about Kofi Kingston. He's backstage waiting to talk to Mr. McMahon uh, because earlier in the show during the pre-show, they heard the McMahons wanted to speak to ah, send Kofi back. Send Kofi here, damn it. Ah, ah, big blockbuster. Uh, so then Biggie and Xavier are livid because they see their friend Kofi still waiting outside the McMahon's office. They say, what are you still doing out here? We're going to go in here. We're going to make things happen. They go in. McMahon's on his phone. You know, where, where, where are you? Uh, I was talking to the writers trying to rewrite Raw for tomorrow. Um, no, Probably he doing that right now. He uh, honestly probably is. Um, Xavier and, and Biggie pleads Kofi's case. They say... You've been looking for your main event, but you've been—he's been waiting 11 years for this main event. Your man is right here. It's Kofi Kingston. You know, I—I I, I agree. I think Kofi has always deserved a run with the title for oh, a yeah. little bit because you know it's so talented. He really is, and he's been there for so long. And he's like—he's never had any problems. He's rarely been injured. You know what I mean? Always, always been a great worker. So fans are hot for Kofi at this point because uh, they say, "Say you need to make this a triple threat, Vince." He says, "You know what I do." I want to make it a triple threat. Uh, go out there, Kofi. Your match is about to start. <laughs> you two are bad for me, said. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not fucking with you guys. <laughs> Money. Yeah. So then, um, Kofi goes out to the ring. It's announced. Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens for the WWE Championship is happening right now. Um, Kofi Kingston comes out to the ring first. Then the ring out now announcer is announces the WWE title match will take place later in the evening. And um, that Kofi's match is now a two-on-one handicap match against the bar. Okay, so why? So a lot of you marks online are gonna be like, "Why are they doing this with Kofi Kingston?" I actually really like this angle because, like, you got everybody so riled up. Like, okay, we're gonna be see a triple threat match. Like, I was on my way to work. I was watching yeah. it on my phone. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, we're about to get a triple threat match right now. This is awesome." And then, then the cuts with that swerve. I was like, okay, this is actually, it builds Kofi Kingston up more. And so when he does get his championship match at WrestleMania, hopefully he wins too. It'll just make it that much better. Yeah, it just, this this, this constant, like, unless, that's the thing, is that if he doesn't win the title at Mania, yeah, it's another WrestleMania 19 moment where, you remember with Triple H and Booker T back yeah, in the day, where yep. Booker T definitely should have won that title. should have won Because that title... There was nothing subtle about it. It was about racism. Mm -hmm. Triple H, hey, people like you don't win the title. Whoa, Trips, calm down. What like, do you mean, people like you? You know, even it, though he was, he held that title a long, a bunch more times than Triple H did. No, the WWE title wasn't it the world title. No, it was a WWE title. It was a WWE title. Okay, WrestleMania nineteen. Yeah, and uh, he should have won the title, but he didn't, and it's just it's messed up how it happened. Um, but if Kofi doesn't, if Kofi wins at Mania, I'll be completely okay with this because it does, it gains more sympathy for him. It gets the fans even deeper on his side. Um, but the bar beat down on Kofi for a good couple minutes. Kofi tries to fight back, but then he hit, I felt like, <laughs> and then I'm like, um, I'm talking to my friend. I'm like, this is just like a race. It's like a racist storyline. Like this, a racist owner of the company. Like, <laughs> and then like they hit the double white noise of Kofi Kingston. I'm like. All right, uh, they okay. The move they did before the power bomb clothesline, the uh, like the um, yeah the doomsday device or the modified doomsday. They should have ended with that. I don't yeah. like that white noise. I mean, or Cesaro just kind of jumps and taps the opponent like. That. Hey, I helped you. Yeah, he, it's like it's like shake and bake. Sheamus is like, oh, I shaked and bake, and and then Cesaro's like, and I helped. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, to talk about something you mentioned earlier. You know, um, 
right before uh, the bar pinned Kofi, you had the rest of the New Day show up, and they were trying, they were going to help, but then you had uh, Rusev and Nakamura come out and. Oh, up. I completely missed that. Yeah, you didn't see that. No. Yeah, so uh, you had Xavier Woods and Biggie, like they're still stinging from their match. They're like, "Oh man, we're hurt, but we're gonna come yeah, and yeah, see yeah, our yeah, friends." Absolutely. And before they even make it to ringside, uh, Nakamura and Rusev come cut and, off. and cut them off and beat them up. So, like you were talking about um, a possible League of Nations, Ugh. like <laughs> that's looking like more <sighs> and more. Yeah. The four, like those guys, will probably be like. Some more sort of team. more roadblocks for Kofi Kingston and the New Day leading up to WrestleMania. Uh, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Next up, let's go with Charlie backstage with Sasha and Bailey. Their faces, and they want you to know that they're faces. That's the gist of this. They want to be the greatest tag team champions of all time. So cool. far, they are. I, well, they want to be the greatest tag team champions, just in general. Oh, just, oh. just in general, which is a it's a bold statement to make, it's Bailey a, and Sasha. But it's hey, a hefty if, statement. If you want it, you go for it. Next up, we have Ricochet and Aleister Black versus the Revival versus the Glorious Ones, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Um, what happened to Aleister Black? <laughs> no, no, no. Legit, this guy came down limping to the ring. This he is covered in bruises from like his whole chest is covered in bruises. Um, I, I thought have, they were tattoos. No, dude. I, I I'll I'll pull up the picture right now and show you. You see that? You see his stomach? You see how it's bruised? You see his his chest from side to side is both as bruised on both sides. Gee, that uh, he was limping to the ring too. Oh man! So it's like I don't know what's happened. I happened to him. There was even a, I felt like a lot of times where he was turning his back to the camera, hmm. um, to not show off the bruising. Interesting. I didn't really notice that. I couldn't stop paying attention to it. That's crazy. Because it's like, I love Aleister Black. and He's great. At first, I thought he looked a little tanner. And I was like, does he look tanner? And I don't know if he got a tan to try to cover it up or something. Like, they put some spray tan. Like, maybe that'll blend it in. But I I don't know what happened to the guy. Hopefully, he's okay. Yeah. At first, I thought it was like those um, like those little cups like um for um, when people heal. Oh, that could be. Those little could be something like Chinese that. healing cups. Yeah. But maybe because they look a little, those don't really look like those. No, definitely. They not. look more like bruises. Like he, yeah, he looks like he was beat up or he like got in some sort of accident. But yeah. he was in a match, so he was fully cleared and to he go. he looked, you know, I mean, because I didn't notice that he looked pretty good throughout the match. Yeah. He didn't do too, or didn't, like, from he, what I saw, he, he didn't, didn't do super. He didn't do too much, exactly. But yeah. But, uh, I, but he did jump around a lot, so. Yeah, he did do some little jumps and flips and so, whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so it seemed, like I said, it seemed like Black was limping uh, to the ringside. NXT guys uh, quickly uh, make work of the two WWE tag teams kind of clearing the ring. Uh, Gable and Rico start the match. Springboard suplex to Rico by Scott Dawson. Alistair Black sets Root up for a black mask, but Dawson then throws the black mask uh, kick into, uh, or sorry, Root throws it into Dawson. Into Dawson. That was really cool. I like that. Uh, rolling German suplex with a bridge to Alistair Black that led to a big splash to Chad Gable by um, Dash Wilder. Dash, Dash, I, I, Dash Wilder, yeah. yeah. Uh, this match was probably one of my favorite matches of the card. Oh, yeah, it was a good match. Especially that, because um, they've done that spot before with the, uh, I call it the Chaos Theory, Doug Williams, uh, that's Doug yeah, Williams' yeah, yeah. finisher. Um, yeah, where Chad Gable would do the... Um, the the yeah, the bridge the and German then, with the bridge yeah and then Dash Wilder would come from the top rope for guys that say they don't do flips technically that's not really a flip yeah but I like that spot that's a great spot uh, we get a kind of a botchy hurricanrana spot by Ricochet to Scott Dawson from the outside yeah yeah um, that I think I was all on Scott Dawson though it looked like he didn't throw himself enough yeah I can't put that on Ricochet because it's like kind of have to look at past experience it's like okay 
this fool like faced off against Osprey countless times, and you know, that's what they're known for all that flips and yeah. shit. We have a shatter machine to Chad Gable, and Scott Dawson gets the pin on Chad Gable. Uh, Rude's in the ring, he hits a glorious CDT on Dawson, then a black mass to Rude, 630 splash to Wilder. NXT guys stand tall. You know, I, I've noticed, um, the Revival is the only real, I mean, not to discredit Rude and Gable. Real tag team? They're the only real no, they are. tag team. Like, I mean, Black I guess Ricochet Rude and, and Gable have, like, are trying. Because they, they've been a tag team for, what, a few months? We got matching gear. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that would be. I guess Gable. That's more Gable, if anything. Yeah. Rude's uh, Canadian. But, um, yeah, these are just a couple of um, thrown-together teams that actually work it's, work out it's pretty all well. of wwe man rusev, yeah. no, rusev and nakamura i'm surprised too. they weren't in the match yeah. miz and shane I'm surprised um, they weren't in the match exactly <laughs> uh next up we have um a wwe united states title match which wasn't advertised for the show and it, it should have been it was originally andrade versus Rey mysterio in just one-on-one -on -one for the pre-show but no they decided to make it which would have been a really good match what a really good match um but this was still a good match um i felt like you know andrade and ray are always good Truth kind of he stayed to the he's side there. a little bit. Yeah, he, but he, he he helps. But yeah, no, I mean he's you know he's no pushover. He's been he's a longtime veteran. Yeah, uh, Joe and Ray clear the ring and kind of square off against one another. We get a Samoan suicide splash to mm. all three men by Samoa Joe. Double Hurricane Rana to our Truth and Andrade. Uh, Ray reverses a power slam into a DDT to Samoa Joe. Truth and Ray do their Hurricane Rana spot that they've been doing for the past like three weeks. The avalanche. Or the electric chair. Yeah, exactly. Where he has him on his shoulders and then Ray hits a Hurricane Rana to Andrade. I do have that on my notes too. And, I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, Andrade goes for the three amigos, but Ray cuts him off and reverses after the third amigo. Gordy special to Andrade. Super kick uh, to Truth by Zelina Vega. Hammerlock DDT to Truth. Uh, or to Ray Mysterio. Truth breaks up the count. Five knuckle shuffle to Joe. Uh, 619 to Joe. Joe catches Ray off the top ropes and look, locks in the Coquina clutch. Which gets the submission and the wind. Oh, no, KO, I'm sorry. Knockout. Yeah. I TKO, right? I, it's, yeah, I guess you can call that a knockout. He put him to sleep after he had the hold in for, what, 20 seconds? Y yeah. And then <laughs> he, he fell asleep. I don't like the uh, the one arm check. They used to do the three. three. One, two, and then you would get the drama of, like, oh, <gasps> you know. I got it. Yeah. But, and it, it really varies, too, because sometimes they do do the three. When is the last time they? Because I only I remember. I can't say off record. But. It's it's been it's been a long time since they've done the three. They just do the one. Like, All right, that's it. Yeah. But um, the only one thing I have in my notes is I heart Samoa Joe. He's really I, I mean, love he's, Samoa he's great, Joe, man. I mean, at least he has WWE gold now. Yeah. He had the NXT championship for a minute. But, First you know. ever two time NXT champion. Hey, man. You know he um, held it for what? And he was never supposed to be like a full time in WWE when he got signed over there. He was supposed to do a couple of indie or NXT shows and then be on his way, but then you know. I guess they caught wind of it, brought him to the main roster. Powers that be. Yeah. <sighs> Next up, we have, uh, oh, oh, it's going, what a great match. Nia Jackson, Tamina versus Bailey and Sasha. Oh, oh. five uh, star. Bailey and Tamina start the match. I don't know what really happened. A hurricane run a roll up tonight. <laughs> That's all my, it's literally my notes. I don't know. It was, it just was a crappy match. Nia Jackson. Everyone was all over the place. She botched a couple of spots. Yeah, and I just don't like it. I don't like it. It's no. It's not fun. It was never fun. And I don't know. Give Bailey and Sasha some real competition. The only reason why these ladies were against um, Bailey and Sasha is because they're big. They're bigger. Mm -hmm. You know? And I'm not saying, oh, because they're like, you know, big, like as a big person, but they're bigger than Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. No, so like, they're an opposing they're force. They're physically 
bigger than the, uh, than but the champs. After the match, something actually happened. Um, something interesting. Uh, Naya and uh, Tamina beat down on Sasha and Bailey. Then Tamina and Beth Phoenix go face face to face. Beth Phoenix then strikes Tamina in the face. Uh, Naya and Tamina both beat down on Beth Phoenix. Out comes Natalia for the save, but no, she just gets a super kick for her trebles. Mm. Um, so is this is Beth Phoenix coming back? That's what it's looking like. It's looking like Beth Phoenix is going to have a return match at least. Because I remember Beth Phoenix and uh, oh, they're setting up a multi-team match for Mania, aren't they? Yeah. Yep. With them. Uh, Lita and Trish. I was gonna say the Iconics because during the pre-show, oh, right. the Iconics kind of like, "Hi, we're the uh, we're a tag team too." You know, so, yeah. I got to get my ro- uh, I was gonna Australian say, accent. That, that a was better. a fabulous Australian accent, <laughs> or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, so Natalia, I guess she's uh, she's like, I'm not hanging out with with Ronnie anymore because you know, she's Ronnie. she's mean. She's, she's a m- bit of a dick she, sometimes. She because she just talks about my job being fake. She's uh, no. no more Mrs. Nice Bitch. God. Next up, we have Kevin Owens versus Daniel Bryan versus a mystery opponent, which is revealed to be Mustafa Ali. Wow. I mean, okay, sure. I mean, I'm, nobody's going to boo that. I'm not going to boo that. Um, well, nobody booed it, but nobody cheered it either. That's true. The Cleveland crowd did not care. It, that's what it was. It was very like my reaction, like very like, all right. I was like, okay, that's cool. All right, cool. Uh, fans clearly chanting, we want Kofi, pretty much the entire match. The entire match. Uh, Kevin Owens and Ali beat down on Daniel Bryan. We get a cannonball spot to Ali off the edge of the ring mm. by Kevin Owens. Dropkick to Ali off the top of the ring post, knocking him to the outside. Uh, Daniel Bryan hitting the biodegradable kicks to Kevin Owens. That's what I call it. Uh, to Kevin Owens. I like that. Uh, then he goes for the ones on Ali, but Ali dodges and hits him with an X-Factor. Inverted Hurricane Rana to Kevin Owens. Spanish fly to Daniel Bryan. Um, Ali goes for an 054 on Kevin Owens, but Kevin Owens gets out of the way. Stunner Ali. Bryan breaks up the count. Pop up power bomb to um, Bryan, and then a kick out. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's just I see the pop up power bomb. It used to finish people off, and now it's like all right. Well, yeah, because his new finisher is what? the stunner. What? What? No, but um, there was a couple. Yeah, um, that that drop kick. When Mustafa Ali was on the top rope, yeah, launched him into the barricade. Jeez, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was looked like it was mostly Ali, but still, it's pretty nice. Yeah, um, there was one spot where um, Ali jumped onto KO's back, and then he did like a double senton or like a okay, senton yeah, yeah. into Daniel Bryan. What what else did he do? Um, Ali nailed a four fifty splash onto Daniel Bryan when he was on the apron. Yeah, it looked pretty that nasty. Was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool spot. Uh, but then Rowan pulls um, Daniel Bryan out from the ring, so he couldn't get the pin off of that. Yeah. So I like kind of sort of like Rowan a little bit more. Just don't don't give him the mic, and he's fine. Yeah. Right. He um looked like he, like he didn't like. Did he have any tattoos before? Like when he was in the Bludgeon Brothers, I couldn't tell. His arms were covered. So. Oh yeah, yeah. but it's like now he's like fully tattooed. Like nice. or not mostly, but he has a lot of tattoos now. But yeah, um, that big there was a big tornado DDT from uh. Uh, Ali to yeah. Brian on the outside, and then from there it turned into a pop-up powerbomb onto the apron. Yeah, so is Kevin Owens heel again? Because that's like a very heelish thing to do. Like That's the thing is when he does that now, I just think of him turning his back on Sami Zayn right. when he did that to him in NXT when mm-hmm. he first showed up that first night. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not that heelish to do. It's a wrestling match. One other thing, though, um, I was kind of expecting to see this. Uh, no Sami Zayn. At all? No, he's scenes. cleared, but yeah, no, not yet. I thought they were gonna do something with that, especially if it was a triple threat match. Like instead of Rowan um, interfering, maybe Sami Zayn. Yeah, I don't know. Hey man, we'll see what happens. But then um, 
Daniel Bryan finishes Ali with that mid-air knee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of of botched, but kind of brutal, too, at the same time. It was kind of cool. I mean, it was what it was, but Daniel Bryan, you know, retaining his title, it was the colliding. It was like he was colliding with Ali mid-air. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, it... It was kind of, kind of reminded me of earlier in the night with um, Shane and was it Jimmy Uso? Yeah, with one of the Usos. One of the Usos. And um, so a lot of a lot of colliding. That's one thing I don't want to be a wrestler, man. It's a lot of falling and a lot of like just yeah. No, I'm good. People say like, oh, it's fake. No, dude, look at this. Like people are colliding midair, falling off of cages. I'm good, man. Fuck that. After the match, right. though, Rowan hits Ali with an Iron Claw choke slam, and that is that. Apparently, um. Luke Harper has made it back to house shows. Yeah, I saw, I saw on a Saturday. I think he beat Mojo Rawley. Yeah, yep, he did. He definitely did. So was Rowan or not Rowan? Is Harper a face, or was he just a face just for this night? And then I, I, I don't, I don't, know. I have no idea. Who, who knows? Next up, we have Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. This was definitely an underwhelming match for these two. Uh, Becky Lynch comes out limping uh, on a crutch, back and forth between the two. Charlotte working the leg, half crab to the hurt leg. Charlotte beating down on Becky. Um, Exploder suplex to Becky, but skip to the end of the match. Ronda Rousey comes out while Becky Lynch is locked into the figure eight leg lock and just one punch to Becky. Just, just one. Yeah. Not like a barrage of punches. It's like a confusing, like if Ronda Rousey wanted to confuse us, that's how she did it. Yeah, I wrote that in my only notes for this match. Is I don't understand Ronda Rousey's character. Like one week, like if she won, like if she came out and just beat the crap out of Becky, I would have understood it a little bit better. Yeah. But she came out, it was one punch and she's like, see, now I have two opponents. Like, wait, what? Okay. Sure. Good, good job. Should have hit Charlotte. Like, I know she's going to come out tonight and be like, oh, well, I just, I want to prove, I want to kick Becky's ass one more time. Okay, sure. Whatever. Yeah. But it still doesn't make sense. You're, yeah. Um, And then she just, she stands there. Walks away and then points to the sign like she did last year at WrestleMania. Yeah. After this, we get Elias again. He's out there and out comes Lacey Evans and there goes Lacey Evans. RKO out of nowhere to Elias and a phenomenal forum to Randy Orton out of nowhere by AJ Styles. Pretty unexpected, but hey, I didn't mind it. Yeah. So all night Elias is just building, building up to set this up. So yeah. So it's looking like uh, AJ versus Orton at WrestleMania. Mania, which will be a fun match. Yeah, they've, um, they've wrestled I, a couple times. I, I can see Orton giving, not one-on-one though, I don't think, right? They have. Okay. Um, I could see Orton actually being in, invested in this match, so. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, you know, like when uh, AJ Styles was like in TNA and stuff, I was like, ooh, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. TNA oh, it's a dream for- match for sure, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, after this, we had Even our- though they happen already. Yeah. But it's WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania. It's different, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the showcase of the Immortals. Uh, Next up, we have our main event, The Shield versus The Heels. Uh, The team of McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and uh, The Dean, Dean Ambrose. That should be The Dean. The Dean. Dean Ambrose. The Dean Ambrose. Uh, Rollins and Lashley start the match back and forth between both teams. Ambrose hits an elbow on Lashley to the outside. Claymore kicked to Ambrose. Ambrose then falls to the outside. Hot tag to Roman Reigns. The Roman Reigns hits the drive-by on Baron Corbin. Reigns is caught by Baron Corbin. He gets a deep, deep six. A deep six. Ambrose and Rollins brawl with McIntyre and Lashley deep into the crowd. Um, sit down power bomb to Baron Corbin by Roman. Kick out. Superman punch to Baron. Kick out. Superman punch to Lashley and everybody else. And McIntyre. And end of days to Roman. Ambrose and Rollins break up the count. The heels 
try for the shield power bomb to go through the announcer's table, but they are stopped. Um, then we get a stomp to Lashley on the announcer's table and a spear to Baron on the outside. Shield power bomb to Baron. And Roman Reigns is back. He gets the pin and the win. Oh, yeah. It's a great way to bring Roman back. It's it's actually pretty nice to see Roman Reigns wrestling again. This is a nice, you know, because. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, cool. Like, I wasn't against it at all. Like, yeah. A couple things that, like, um, I don't know if you remember when uh, Ambrose, after he turned heel on Seth Rollins, he burned uh, his uh, shield vest. <laughs> I was kind of expecting to see his burnt up vest. That would have been kind of funny. He's like, no, I got new ones. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I, I blew it all off. And then another thing. Why is Baron Corbin still wrestling in a suit? Hey, because I decided it looked better. I don't know. He's weird. I don't fucking know. He He's very like, I can see him just like being into that. Yeah. It's it, kind of like Corporate Kane. After Corporate Kane uh, got fired and stuff, and when he wasn't doing his big Greg machine, he'd still just wrestle in slacks. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but he went back to Kane eventually. Yeah, he'd go back to Kane, and then I think once for like an episode, he tried to go back to corporate Kane. Oh yeah, for, uh, for episode Raw, I think. Like Raw yeah, twenty five maybe. It was some something they were looking for, like a general manager or something. But um, oh, that's right, yeah. Because um, they haven't set anything up for Roman Reigns yet, and they kind of mentioned how um, the rivalry between Corbin and Reigns started after. Reigns announced he had uh, leukemia. We're, we're getting Reigns and Corbin at Mania. Ugh, that's what I wrote. I was like, Corbin Reigns at Mania? Question mark. I. Sh- I that's unfortunate. I didn't like this show though. I mean, it had its ups and downs, but I mean, I wasn't up, a huge up, fan. Down, down. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of this show. You know, overall. One last thing though, um, Rollins is like, one last motherfucking time, one last motherfucking triple power bomb. Wow, Rollins, he's he's into it. And I like how Rollins wasn't the vocal point of of everything too. Yeah, especially since he's going for the universal title at Mania. But some some can debate that he should have been. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad they kept it like more on Roman. Yeah, it felt like it wasn't a candid candid show. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. very like. Okay, let's stop storylines real quick. Hey, Roman's back. Okay, let's celebrate this. And back to Monday night. Because, yeah. And because Monday tonight on Monday Night Raw, there's The Shield. Let's get into our Monday Night Raw preview. The Shield is uh, set to deliver their uh, farewell address to uh, to start Raw. Okay. Which is like, okay. Looks like they're going to have another match. Ambrose is going to attack uh, Reigns or something. Uh, what will happen when Triple H and Batista come face to face? But remember, Batista never said he was going to be there. Yeah, Corey Graves though did say he's like he. I have a trusted source that says Batista will be in Pittsburgh. He he also had a trusted source that said um, Jason Jordan was Kurt Angle's kid, and I don't <laughs> I don't trust that source. Uh, also, will chaos reign now that Becky has been added to the Raw Women's Title match at WrestleMania? No. Yeah, no, probably not. We'll just get a bunch of like really weird promos from Rousey, and that's it. And then how? Who will Nia Jackson, Tamina stop on their road? Or so who will stop them? Oh, who, who will, will stop, stop them? And who will they stop? You know who they're going to stop in their tracks and stop other people. I know I messed up what I was trying to say, but I tried but to work he, with it. Even still, like it's a very confusing thing. Like who will who, stop? Who are Nia they going to stop? And who's going to stop them? Yeah. Uh, who's, hey, who, stop! No, you stop. So I'm guessing someone's going to—they're going to bring some teams back and fight them up to Mania. I have a feeling it's going to be like. Remember um, Heath Slater a few years ago when he came out and like each week a new like an old legend would come out and beat him. Yeah, like I think like Snuka came out one night and like 
uh, Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious. Oh yeah, I, that was actually that one was pretty cool. Because yeah. just because of the whole Sid Vicious leg thing. Oof. Uh, oh, yeah. And then apparently we're gonna have an uh, intercontinental title match tonight: Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. Okay, and I was uh, that's one of my questions. I was like, you know, you didn't have uh, you didn't have Finn Balor on last night, and he's the intercontinental champion. Right. Where's what's what's he gonna be doing? Are they gonna really do uh, more Lashley and Finn Balor stuff? I guess they are. Yeah, I guess. And where where was Rush last night? I know they said something, but they said, "Oh, Rush isn't with him." But why? Yeah. I don't know. You know, I do like triple threat matches and all these multi-man matches, but a triple threat between those three, uh, Rush, oh. Lashley, and Finn Balor? You know, it, it could be a way to get the t- to get the title on uh, Leo Rush. Yeah. You know, and I don't, I don't, I don't mind that, especially if they're going to get rid of the um, 205 Live one day, which I'm still holding out for, but we'll, we'll see. Oh yeah, 205 Live. Mm. I guess I'll be reviewing it again this week because somebody told me, one of our listeners told me to review it. So now I have to. Thanks. Thanks, no, listener. No, I'm kidding. I'll, I'll gladly watch it and we love give you, you a, great, a great review. But I guess that's it. That's uh, it for Fastlane. Yeah, Fastlane, a little raw review. And uh, yeah, that'll, get, that'll, that'll do it for us. I guess, uh, should we get out of here? Let's get out of here. All right. Uh, for, uh, for City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, for me, Corey Smith. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Elijah. And we will see you next week for another edition of City Wrestling Radio News. Not the new news show because I decided to change the name. Sounds a little bit better. The City Wrestling Radio News Show. I like that. Alright guys, uh, and I'll see you tomorrow with the Raw Review. Alright, take care, have a great day, and see you later. Bye. Bye-bye.